Hello, my name is Kevin, and I'm joined by my wife and co-host, Mary. Hello out there. Welcome to the Growth-Minded Marriage. After a partnership of 15 years, three kids, and the actualization of our dream life, we know that our continued growth together is the only way to maintain our happiness. This podcast was born from that realization. The Growth Mindset is a powerful tool accessible to everyone, so however you found us, you are welcome here. We are committed to being authentic while we share our transitions, challenges, and defining moments, and we hope to connect with others who find themselves on a similar path. In this bonus episode, I will be solo exploring this new practice of self-compassion that I was inspired to start after listening to two podcasts back-to-back, and I didn't do a great job giving you those details in the actual episode, so I want to do that real quick now. The first podcast is called Being Well, and it's by Dr. Rick Hansen and his son Forrest. I scrolled way down to the beginning of this podcast and was just looking at topics and found one entitled Healing Shame with Compassion. Of course, the word shame jumped out at me, and so I clicked on it and really was wowed by this tool called compassion and self-compassion that I hadn't ever really heard spoke about before and certainly had never applied to my own life. And then I went to a different podcast that I love called The Feel Good Effect by Robin Conley Downs. I had messaged her a little while ago, just thanking her for the podcast and for how it had touched me. I asked her if there are any episodes that I really needed to listen to, and she said, yes, absolutely, this one with Dr. Shauna Shapiro, which is about redefining mindfulness and self-compassion, was one of her all-time favorite episodes that she was super proud of. And so, coincidentally, I went and listened to those two episodes on those two separate podcasts back-to-back, And it was the perfect storm I needed to realize I wanted to start my own self-compassion practice. So I don't think listening to those podcasts is essential right now. Certainly, you absolutely can. That's definitely the order that I did things. But I think it would be just as well to listen to this episode and then to go back through the show notes and I'll link those episodes from the Feel Good Effect podcast and from Being Well podcast. And you can dive deeper into them if you choose. I really hope my episode takes the content to the next level and shows you what it would look like in real life, in real time, if you're wanting to incorporate this practice. Certainly, I hope it inspires you. So if you're ready, let's grow. Hello out there. Welcome to this solo episode. I am here to discuss uh, a new practice that I have recently discovered and think that it's going to be really impactful on my life. And I'm super excited to dive into it for myself. I had asked Kevin to do this episode with me, but I feel really inspired right now to do it and he wasn't available. So here I am. And that's probably just fine because this episode is really about a practice that I'm going to be more so doing. In this episode, I'm going to be exploring this new practice of self-compassion. 
something that sounds pretty obvious, and we've all heard of the word compassion, and obviously it makes sense to give yourself the compassion that you give others, but I've really been able to identify that it's something that I've never done before for myself. In the last episode when we discussed our growth mindset, I shared real briefly that in May of this year, I had finally what I call overcome my shame monster, which is something that I had been carrying with me since I was seven and truly shaped and formed me in so many ways that I'm just now realizing. I am not really going to get into more details probably for a while on the podcast. I think at one point I will share exactly where that shame derived from, but needless to say, I think we all have some part of us that we would rather forget. And for me, it affected me so deeply and thoroughly that I could not see myself as separate from my shame. And really my entire life up to May of this year was built upon the idea that I could forget my shame or push it down so far away from my outward self that I would um, be happy enough. And through many, many things that um, brought me to this point, I am now a person who has had, I would say, the shame lifted from my most authentic self. And I'm just now getting the first peeks into who I was and who I am now that I can see myself so much more clearly and I'm not hiding from myself um, as much as I had been. So this practice, I think, is going to be pretty monumental in my life. I'm really excited to get started with it. It has sort of been circling my realm of consciousness, this idea of practicing self-compassion. And then really today, um, I heard a couple of podcasts just in quick succession I will link them all in the show notes. One specifically was discussing self-compassion as the antidote to shame. And the other one was specifically about how to practice self-compassion, like the actual how-to. And a lot of the way that the researchers and the pioneers of self-compassion have you think about it is, you know, treating yourself as you would a friend. And I certainly have not been very friendly to my self. I have mostly been afraid of myself and afraid of the person that I was deep down because of all the shame. And so I know that my life is about to take a right-hand turn, hopefully in the direction that I'm seeking. I feel very strongly now that I know what feels good in my body. And I've mentioned before that that's a new thing for me. I just never... I guess, trusted myself or cared enough about myself or felt safe enough in my body is probably what it is to really give it the permission that it has now to dictate my thoughts and feelings. I think this self-compassion practice is coming at a time when, you know, it's probably the first time it's ever going to be possible in my life. Um, And so, I just wanted to share with you the tools that I'm going to be using because so much of this podcast is, again, just our real-time dive into this personal growth journey. And I think there's so much content and so much information out there. And then I was always left thinking, yeah, but like, 
who's actually doing this? What does it actually look like when you're doing it? And it's good days and bad days and happy emotions and sad emotions. And, you know, I just, they lost me when I couldn't actually have a role model. And I am just thrilled that I now get to be my own role model because I was correct when I thought that if there's no one giving me the role model that I want, that I'm going to just do it for myself. And um, that's really what has happened because when I'm sitting and editing these as I do, Kevin doesn't really do the editing, but it's been such a wonderful practice for me because I can hear myself and hear Kevin and hear our relationship from as an outsider which is a really special way to view yourself, I think, because it's easier to see the joy from the outside and and give myself compassion when I see it from the outside. And, you know, I'm just like, oh, Kevin really makes me laugh a lot. And, oh, I can hear how much I love him. And I can hear how safe I am when I'm with him. And I can hear how well we work together. And it just is what I need right now. So apparently self-compassion is kind of the key to everything. Um, I think when I first started this whole journey, the buzzword was gratitude and that like gratitude was the key to all happiness and success. And I think that's probably been pretty true in my life. Once I started my gratitude practice, you know, things just started falling into place in terms of um, like joy started to build and delight started to build. And I started to realize like, oh, that's probably what life is about. And so it was like my first peek into this and self-compassion feels like maybe the next step. And um, this latest podcast I heard was with Dr. Shauna Shapiro. And she used my buzzword neuroplasticity to describe the idea that, you know, what you practice, what you think about grows in your mind, which has been absolutely true for me. I think that's part of my magic that I can make something a priority. And then, um, you know, if it's something, if it's a goal that needs to be attained or if it's a new way of being that I'm looking towards, it ends up happening because I have the space in my life to focus on that which I want. And so she's just basically saying that if you make self-compassion something that you focus on, that you will be more compassionate to yourself. You know, research shows that compassionate people are, you know, more courageous, more resilient, more generous, they're happier. The people who are around compassionate people are themselves happier and more compassionate themselves. So it's just, you know, a whole big pot of good. And um, this information kind of had been striking me when I've been at a low moment. I've just been unclear, unsure, impatient about what my next step is and what exactly this is all for. And, you know, if I've finally got this wonderful peek into my authentic self, why can't I just do everything that that authentic self wants to do right now and, you know, make all these big shifts? And, you know, it's just, I'm I'm just still trying to find my footing with all of it. And it just has me tired, I think, maybe overwhelmed or just a little bit lost, like just not a really clear path. And I think the answer is that's that is the path that is life. It's the journey. But, you know, that just doesn't set well really with me. And I want clarity and answers. And, you know, I think all the things that we all want. 
But apparently this self-compassion can kind of soothe that demon in me and maybe in you that is saying you want to know everything right now and you want all the answers and that self-compassion can um, bring you to a place of mindfulness when you're really in tune with yourself and able to say things like, huh, friend, I can hear that you are not happy and that you're frustrated and that those feelings are really normal. They're not going to go away magically, but let's think of some things that, you know, are going to make them go away for you today or to feel one little bit better today. So apparently there are three sort of stepping stones to be compassionate to yourself. The first one that um, Dr. Shauna Shapiro gives is that you just need to acknowledge your pain. And that is generally done through a mindfulness practice, which is something that I feel a lot more capable of doing. Since I've had my shame monster removed, I really am able to kind of feel more emotions more fully. And now that I'm able to feel them, I could potentially take this first step, which is to say, oh, I feel that we are, you know, that I am feeling like I'm hurt today or that I'm sad today or that I'm frustrated today or, you know, insert whatever word. And just acknowledging that you're there apparently brings you closer to a place where you um, can offer kindness to yourself. And I can see how that would be true. Um, The second step is to bring the kindness to yourself that you need. Um, Treat yourself like you would a good friend. And this is the step that I definitely do not do that I'm really excited to sort of implement because I would say that I'm a pretty good friend. Hopefully my friends would agree, but I can tell that I'm not a very good friend to myself and that I don't treat myself like I would a good friend. I more so push myself to limits or um, require more of myself than I would of a good friend. So that is the part that I'm going to be most working on. And apparently one of the ways that you can cultivate this treating yourself like a good friend is to, um, what Dr. Shapiro says, is start your morning with you know, some simple phrases that sort of set the tone for your day and set your mindset in a way where you're approaching yourself like a good friend um, from a place of love and kindness. And, you know, she has a a little phrase she says, which I, I guess is good morning, I love you. And she, you know, was very, I really loved the interview because she was very real. Like, yeah, this is going to feel inauthentic. This is going to feel cumbersome and clumsy and like this isn't real. But she said, you know, just keep doing it and of course make it your own. So I kind of was thinking about it and I was thinking about what are my thoughts and feelings when I first wake up. And oftentimes my first thoughts and feelings aren't the most positive things and aren't things that are really lifting me up. And so I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it and see what it feels like. So I think how I'm going to start my morning is something that feels more authentic to me is good morning, Mary. What do you need today? I'm here to give you what you need because so much of my search recently has just been to be fully seen and heard and, you know, appreciated for my full self as I am meeting my full self for the first time. I'm also showing her to others. 
And I just think um, to call attention to it every morning and to tell my inner self that like, I'm here for you and I'm here to make sure that you have your best possible day um, and that you get what you need, I think is going to be really powerful for me. So even I just almost like teared up saying that out loud. So I'm really excited to start that practice and you know, we're going to see where it goes. We'll see what happens. I think it's, you know, a big unknown, which of course, you know, now I love the big unknown. But the third step into practicing this self-compassion is to find the common humanity. So Dr. Shapiro offers that, you know, once you understand that you're not the only one suffering, that, you know, there are people who need compassion just as you need to give yourself compassion, that it tends to um, lessen, I don't know about maybe lessen your pain, but it just tends to um, bring it into a, a space that's just open to more healing, I guess. And a shared humanity is like, my entire being says, screams yes when I hear the phrase shared humanity. I, I just think so much of life is about recognizing our own common and shared humanity. When I heard her say that, the the thing I thought was like, man, that's that's why the podcast feels so good to me and to us, to Kevin and I, because it's a way that we get to feel like we're sharing our humanity with others and, you know, getting feedback from other people. And it just feels like, man, that's just what life is about. It's just like making connections and and offering insight into someone else who's, you know, feeling something similar to you. And it just feels good. It just feels like everything that I want in my life is kind of like bottled in to some of these episodes and um, what goes into Kevin and I's conversations and what we get out of them. It just feels so good. And I think that really speaks to that, like finding your common and shared humanity. And so I kind of feel like, you know, I'm on the right path. I'm, I'm getting closer. And, you know, maybe this is just another piece that I could add in. And and the rest of the podcast I listened to was just, you know, a lot of the pitfalls with when someone hears about self-compassion practice. And there's, of course, the perfectionism where it's like, well, man, I'm not treating myself well enough and, you know, beating yourself up about um, your negative self-talk. And and it was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like everything she said, I was like, oh, yeah, I do that. And that's interesting. And like, oh, I can see how I am have a tendency to um, perfectionism. And, and it was just very eye-opening. So I'm excited to start the self-compassion journey. I will absolutely update if there's anything super exciting to update. But I, I suspect it's going to be kind of like my gratitude practice where you just can't even quite articulate what it has done in your life, but you know it when you feel it. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited. All right. I am now six or seven days probably into my self-compassion practice. And I just wanted to give a little bit of an update before I put the final edits on this show and put it out for Thursday's release. So the first thing I did after I walked out of our little podcast studio, also known as Kevin's Closet, was I wrote on a post-it and put on my bathroom mirror the good morning, Mary, what do you need today? I'm here to give you what you need. And I just kind of repeated it to myself a couple times and just said it and felt it and just saw what it stirred up in me, which wasn't a whole bunch. But I went to bed that night, woke up, and, you know, like any 
I suppose, normal person. You're excited the first few days of a, of a new thing. And I woke up and didn't have any other thoughts, walked out of my bed, walked into my bathroom, saw the post-it, and was like, okay, it starts today. And I said it. And, you know, nothing happened. But it did feel less weird. And I took that as a good sign. And I went the went about the rest of my morning. I do have a morning routine and I had decided the night before as well to put a little bit of a self-compassion meditation in my morning routine. There are so many wonderful things I want to do in my morning routine. I struggle with leaving the house on time because I am constantly adding and changing new things that make me feel good in the morning. And if I had my way, I'd have like a three-hour morning routine. But on work days, my time is limited to about an hour. And that's just only because I, I do get up very early. And I don't mind that because it allows me to do all these things that I love. So I added a little self-compassion meditation by a different uh, psychologist that I had found through this whole deep dive into self-compassion. And her name is Dr. Kristen Neff. I will link the meditation practices that I found that are just free on the internet. And I did one. And you know what? It felt really nice. The really awesome thing that happened was two or three days later into doing the same routine, I found a little bit of further comment by Dr. Kristen Neff about you know, one of the things you can do to deepen your practice is just to connect with your body physically. So like put your hand over your heart or give yourself a little hug. I don't know about you, but those things sound kind of weird to me and just not natural. I was like, okay, what do I know? I know that if I'm not comfortable doing something, I can find my own way to do it. And so I just cupped my two hands on my cheeks and Literally, I as I instantly did that, I ha- I was transported to a memory of how it feels when my hands are on my kids' cheeks, and it just absolutely transported me to a feeling and to an idea that like I am someone's kid, like I am someone who had their cheeks cupped by a parent, and that parent wanted the best for them. And now I can do that for myself every day or whenever I want. And I can give myself that loving kindness that was granted to me when I was a small child. And it just felt really nice. It felt like I was loving myself, which, you know, it's this weird, like, you're kind of outside your body trying to love the insides of your body. And it it just is kind of hard to wrap your head around. But that touch memory just transported me to a place where I was just so clearly able to feel that I am somebody who deserves love and compassion and kindness and that I am a little kid just as much as I am an adult and all of those parts of me are housed in my one body and mind. And so I just wanted to offer that personal experience and Just to remind everyone that if you are embarking on any of these new practices, you know, gratitude or self-compassion or just meditation or a morning routine, anything that's to better yourself, really 
no one's going to be able to give you the prescription for exactly how you should do it. Certainly, I've been a person who's been looking all over for my specific prescription. But what I've come to realize slower and then now kind of all at once is that I am my own guru and I'm the person who's going to be figuring this out for myself through just trial and error and time. It's just going to take time. And that's the piece that this self-compassion process and practice I'm hoping kind of allows me to accept that it's just going to take time and that that's okay. That's how it's supposed to be. And I'll be ready when big things happen, but mostly I'm just going to be here on the podcast, living my life and trying to enjoy the small moments so that I don't miss things when they're happening. So with that, I just wanted to say a big personal thank you to really the community that's out there listening. While this is new and we're just starting, it's such a small, intimate community. And basically, I know who you are, but I just wanted to give a big thank you to everyone who's out there supporting us. And I'm hoping that the episodes are helping or inspiring or just entertaining you. Certainly, Kevin and I are just really having fun right now and we're just feeling super inspired. So we're going to keep them coming and we really hope you keep showing up. Until next time, guess what guys? Ever onward. <laughs>